Welcome to the Mastering Mindfulness Institute, a place to stop diet sabotage and create a life of balance. I'm your host, Gina Werfel, registered dietitian and master of human nutrition. Let's dive in. Hey guys, welcome back. Today we are talking about why meditation or breathing is so important for weight loss, for changing your diet, your nutrition. I realize that this is probably a topic I should dive into because I've been having my clients in the Mastering Mindfulness group for a long time now do these breathing exercises or meditations. And what's funny is I've don't know if I ever really deeply explained to them why this is so important. They were just like, okay, Gina, we trust you and we'll do whatever it is that you say. And what's cool is I'm watching them get really great results from it. They're, they have so much more empowerment. They're connecting to their bodies. They're really in control of their food choices. And they probably don't even realize that a big part of it has been them just trusting me and doing and committing to this breathing and these meditations. So I want to talk about how it makes such a big impact in having in control over your food, your cravings, um, being able to make these good food choices, why it makes such a massive difference, and how you can start doing it right away. So if we think about when we want to start changing our diet, our nutrition, and we keep changing the external, so maybe you come up with a good diet plan, a good diet program but you are still following the same behavior patterns that you have for a really long time. And a lot of people don't even realize it. So you might be one of them. If you are one of the people who you keep getting a diet, but at some point you keep sabotaging it. So it's just because that you haven't changed that internal um, pattern that you have. You're not realizing why you're sabotaging it. And maybe there's a disconnect from your body. And this was really near and dear to my heart because I most definitely experienced this for a long time. When I was trying to eat healthy and I've always been interested in nutrition and healthy eating and always wanting to be healthy, but the further down the health road that I got, the more I kept bringing in a nutrition plan, a diet, and it was almost like I had to keep getting more and more and more restrictive. And the more I kept trying to control that external factor, I actually had less control internally. I know a lot of you really resonate with that. A lot of people will say, I did notice that the more I try to control externally, the less control over what my choices actually are that I have internally. Sometimes you might have more willpower for a short period of time, like maybe a program helps you for a week or a month or even four months. But then eventually, if you feel, if you're one of the people that feels like it is really, really hard to stick to, it's because you need to develop that internal strength. And that is actually what breathing and meditation does. So awareness is actually your most powerful tool, and we do that through breathing. So I hope I'm not losing you here. I'm going to break down why this happens. So whenever you add on a diet plan or a nutrition program, that's an external tool. It's a great tool for knowledge, for education. We want to build that inner strength in knowing always what our body needs. 
So this is how it can happen to where you end up getting disconnected from your body and you don't have that inner strength, that inner willpower, knowing what your body needs. This is what happens with most people. They wake up in the morning, they check their notifications, they're going through emails, they're thinking about their to-dos, maybe getting some kids ready for school, watching the clock, go, 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 go. When we wake up, we are immediately, our mind is immediately triggered with what do I need to do? We're kind of in this survival state, right? What do I need to do? What have I not done yet? What did I leave um, yesterday that still needs to get done? How do I make the most out of this day? A lot of the time we go, go, go. We might not even feel stressed, but just that immediate thought of, okay, what is ahead? That's a different area of your brain taking control. That's your fight or flight brain. And it's a good thing because it helps you stay focused. You get a lot of clarity throughout your day. You have a lot of energy and motivation. But this part of your brain, it's, um, it is called your amygdala. That's your, your fight or flight brain that's kind of running the show. And what happens is it dulls your willpower and it triggers cravings and all of your uh, food choices are driven from this more fight or flight state, more survival. I need something quick. I need something tends to be sweet, carby. We're kind of driven from that state. And the more that you are in that fight or flight state, the deeper that part of your brain is driving your actions. When you are connected with your body, you are really aware of how your body's feeling, you can really hear those signals throughout the day of what does my body really need? So what's interesting is if you sit quietly present with your body, you might start to notice. You might notice some aches and pains that maybe you weren't paying attention to that was dulled out by all the busyness, the notifications, the emails. You might notice some emotions coming up, some stress or some worries, some things that maybe haven't been looked at in a while, um, all these different things that come up. And if we don't pay attention to what those feelings are that comes up, we're very likely to grab something to make it feel better without even noticing it. So if your body is having some aches and pains or maybe there's an emotional stress or a busyness, we often grab a food without even realizing it, without even making the conscious decision, grab a food to create a pleasurable experience in our body for that reason to make it feel better and not even realize it. So the less that we can listen to what our body really needs, the more likely we are to make an impulsive eating decision because we're in that fight or flight and we want to feel better. Where when we are connected to our bodies, we can hear what our body needs, any aches and pains, anything that's going on, any emotions that are coming up, we are so much more likely to tap into saying, okay, my body needs this today or my emotions need this kind of support today. I'm not feeling great today, I need this. We're so much more likely to honor what our bodies need instead of using a food to maybe cover that up. And we can also be really great masters at listening to what kind of food would make my body feel really good. And when we tap into that, we're so much more likely to eat healthier. When we are caught up in our mind in that fight or flight mode, we're focused on the external, whether it is about work or about what we have to do or our notifications. If we're focused on those types of things, up caught up in our head, we're so much more likely to just make an impulse eating decision or the same food choice that we always have 
or just something that comes right in front of us. If you've ever seen a food and you just grab and eat, you don't even really think too much about it. That is where we want to get reconnected with our bodies and start questioning, how is this food going to make me feel? Is this what my body really wants? Is this what I want to taste? Is this what I want to eat? So we're actually developing that connection. So you might be thinking, okay, well, when do I do this breathing and when do I do this meditation? How do I get more connected to our bodies? Or your, how do you get connected to your body? And it's really helpful to do it throughout the day right before you're eating. So I like to take a few deep breaths and just pause and ask myself, check in. Is this what I really want right now? Is this what I really want to eat? And a lot of the time, I'll end up realizing, mm, that was actually coming from that fight or flight craving place. This isn't actually what my body wants to be fueled up right now. Also, doing some breathing first thing in the morning or meditation is so helpful. It puts you in control over your mind and body before the rest of the day, takes control, takes away your brain, and then you end up having all of your food choices driven by that fight or flight state. You get to check in with yourself. There's so much empowerment that comes from that. You're actually taking a stand for yourself that I'm going to check in and be more ready to honor my body and its needs throughout the day. So I have everyone do about two to five minutes of breathing in the morning. If you're new to this, two minutes might be really good for you. <laughs> two minutes may even be a challenge. But if you're used to that, spend more time with yourself, more time with your body. I'm doing about 15 minutes in the morning of where I'm focusing on my breathing, checking in with my body, connecting with my vision of who am I growing into. And if you've ever heard me talk about my why, that is something I'm doing very often in the morning. So if not, go back and check out one of our past episodes about um, why your why is some why your why is so important. <laughs> Um, so this breathing can be done first thing in the morning to make sure that you get control over your body, you check in with yourself, notice how you're doing, come up with an idea of how do you want to feel today, and have your choices driven by that, this inner empowerment. And think of every time you eat as like game day. You don't want to wait until game day to have shot your first basket or your first hoop. Let's say you're playing basketball. You don't you don't want game day to be the first time that you've ever done that, right? We want to practice. So we want to practice connecting to our bodies and it makes a huge difference. Now, I know you might be thinking, well, this is something that you've been doing for a long time. This comes really easy to you and that's absolutely the opposite. For me, I was one of those people who really avoided meditation. And I remember the first time doing my first meditation session and for about five minutes and it just killed me. And I kept thinking, when is this going to be over? I can't sit here anymore. And so it takes time and it takes practice. And some days I still do resist and some days it's shorter, some days it's longer. But I noticed that when I am resisting, there's something that needs to be looked at that needs to be supported. When I'm resisting and I want to go, 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 that means I need it more. That means I'm more stuck up in my mind or there's something that I'm avoiding. So for me, it's been really helpful to just allow myself to sink into it more and let that pass. And it has taken me years and years to be able to be comfortable. I, by no means, I am not a master at meditation 
or breath work or anything like that. For me, it is just a simple practice of checking in with my body, doing some breathing, and doing the best that I can, and it's really the only tool that I need. There's really no right or wrong here. You can do different styles of meditation. You can do different styles of breathing. The point is is to be able to connect with yourself and check in. Just ask yourself, how am I doing it? If the word meditation sounds intimidating to you, just spend a few minutes with your eyes closed in some a quiet space and just check in with yourself and say, how am I doing? How am I reconnected? What do I really need? So give that a try. Let me know how it goes. It can make a huge difference in how the rest of your day goes. It's how we create that inner empowerment. Give it a try. I promise you it'll make a huge difference.